Hello, Linda. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. We're live. How cool is that? Yay. Very happy you've joined us. I appreciate it. I've got to admit, I've just before we went live, I started to have a small laughing fit, so I had to contain myself. I'll get to why in just a second. Do you want to, do you, would you like to introduce yourself while I try to contain myself? I'm, I, yeah, I feel, I feel sure. I'm getting laughing again. Uh, well, yeah, my name is Linda Torong, and I am from Sweden. I work as a data platform engineer for data masterminds and I started at data masterminds just in the beginning of this year. So it's fairly new in that position. So that is really funny. loving it. It's an awesome company. So yeah. Cool. Okay. That, that, that's yeah. a great start. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, you're very new at that company you said, and yeah. before that, um, we also working, um, in the same area or. You... Yeah, I started in 2020, just okay. like when the pandemic hit, in, ah, okay, yeah. uh, in another consultancy firm with like a data warehouse developer okay. thing. So cool. fairly recently in a way. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, actually, I was watching one, uh, what was it called? I just had the, yeah, um, how to avoid the most common junior mistakes. I was watching this session. Actually, I'm going to link it because I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. something that um, I kind of think about quite often, the topic, you know, because, well, you know, it's something that comes up in the field and, you know, being, you know, as you actually saw you say in the in your chat as well, whether you're, you know, junior, senior, it's um, it had a lot of um, information for, for people. And I just, it was something that was, I found very interesting. The, um, yeah. So how did you come up with that? Was it because of you, you were new to the area yourself or? Yeah, and I made all of the mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I made the mistakes as I was making them, but mm. I couldn't like handle it anyway. So mm. if I'm making the mistakes and I have been like working for several years, mm. how are people like fairly recently from college gonna make it? Mm. So for sure. Yeah. And I mean I still need daily reminders of like not working all the time and taking breaks and mm, yeah mm. So. yeah no it's um with the the Darth Vader and stuff we'll get to in a second I promise you that um yes you you mentioned also in this this um the avoiding the common junior mistakes I quite enjoyed the thing about you know setting aside a two days a week I think two or three days where you don't do any work after your um after your um, whatever six o'clock when you finish work, which yeah. I think is a, is a nice thing. So I'm quite bad at that, I have to say. I was too. So yeah. I mean, two nights a week for me is actually much, but mm. some people never want to do it, and that's okay. But mm. for me, that was like the level of convenience yeah. that worked for me. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I had to kind of like force myself to like have other hobbies, so I, I'm, yeah. like, I'm doing something, you know. Because for yeah. so long, and I still say now, like Power BI is my job and it's also my hobby, which is yeah. great. I'm so lucky. Um, but also at the same time, it's like such a curse because it's like I finish work, I'll switch computers and I'll go to Power BI and I'll try and, know. you know. I know. It, it was, it got too much. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of hobbies. I have kids mm. though. They take yeah. a lot of my time. Yeah. And then we bought a house that needed renovation. So those... that'll keep you busy. That keep me busy all the time. So yeah. <laughs> but no, um, very very cool, um, very cool um, presentation. And I guess that you mentioned that you were kind of new to the industry, which yeah, is why, well, yeah. which is why I was asking you then, um, because I yeah. also consider myself like 
you know, new to the, cause I started Power BI stuff in like 2017, um, which I know is More. longer Yeah. <laughs> in my head. It's not that long ago. That's also that I don't actually realize how much I'm aging as well, of course. Um, but you know, when you speak to people who have been out, like doing it since like the early nineties or whatever, it just yeah. seems like, yeah, it's still quite fresh, still quite new, but yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I fairly new into it, but this is my passion. This is my yeah. life. I should have been here from earlier, but I haven't. Yeah. So yeah. That makes sense. I can I can understand that for sure. I um I worked in a series of different jobs in my in my through my twenties just because I couldn't speak German, so I had to do this job, and I also um, hadn't really decided on like a path that what I and I kind of it was a I, it was me more remembering than anything that when I was a student, even though I had nothing to do with what I'm currently doing, um, all the side jobs that I'd had being a student involved like numbers and like kind of balancing stuff and I was like okay I quite enjoyed that and I, so I kind of like went back into it and um, yeah. just on a more you know technical level so instead of using carbon copy paper I was using you know <laughs> like <laughs> power query and whatnot so it was quite a nice thing to have and like kind of I don't know I kind of finished messing around your 20s and then say okay now now I want a career now I want to be a proper response I want to be adults yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm still not there in the adult part yet I don't think but no moving no. in the right direction I think I had a very clear goal all the time, but the goal has changed okay. all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair as well. Yeah. I mean, so is yours, yours working towards something that's nice? It's like, yo, I want to go in this direction. I mean, I re remember clearly when I first started, like what I would consider my first, like, you know, proper professional office job, I absolutely didn't, had no consideration about going the direction that I ended up going in. It's like, I want to do this. And then I would like to be a manager and like managing people and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I just completely moved away from that completely. Yeah, I know. The more you learn, the more you know what you don't want to do. So yeah, exactly. I mean, when I started out, my parents have told me this later on. I wanted to be the Sweden's prime minister. Cool. <laughs> and I was, I was really <laughs> set on it. And so I made it into politics and then I realized that's a really slowly changing of the world thing and mm. I'm too much not slow so no <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then transition into journalism trying to change the world there and well nice. journalism is is a tough field mm. you do not get like safe employment or yeah. things like that so after some years I moved into business and then I moved here mm. <laughs> yeah mm. Cool. I'm hoping I'm gonna stay here. I will hope you do. We're very, yeah. very lucky to have you, you know. So, <laughs> so to address the comments regarding the Darth Vader, and we before we went live, we were discussing your background. Um, so Donald, what's the story behind you, Darth Vader? I mean, it's <laughs> of course it's made it's it's Star Wars Day, so it makes sense that he's sitting there. Yeah, um, but yeah, the background I was. I'm a nerd, so yeah, I love Star Wars things. And when I turn, turned 30, I think it was 30, mm -hmm. I got it from some friends of mine. So yeah, he's been with me for several years now. And ah, I still love him. Absolutely. And I don't know how that happened, but my kids call him grandpa. So that's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been grandpa for a lot of time. And yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So one second, if that's, if that's grandpa, then I guess that's Luke, which is Luke Skywalker's father. That would mean that you're, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty cool, right? I haven't thought about that. So cool. you, you're essentially General Leia, Princess yeah. the Princess Leia, depending yeah. on which film you want to look at. I think I'm general. I think Leia. I think I think General Leia is far cooler. I've got to say. Yeah. Very nice. Um, yeah, there you go. We've established that. I have my I have my bit of Star Wars paraphernalia, which you can't see because of all the the blurred background and the whatever you want to call it. But yeah. it's my see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. I always forget which order is supposed to come in of the stormtroopers. I don't know either. It's not important to be honest. But I mean, they're awesome, but they're small. I think mine is too small, so I need a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. Yours is certainly a lot larger. Mine is minuscule in, in proportion there. So you, I think it makes sense, you know, for the, for the hierarchy, you know, Stormtroopers, yeah. Darth Vader. True, true. And behind your head, you behind have behind my head the is fantastic my favorite decoration piece. It's the Data Goblin data map the data from Kurt data Bueller. It is. I love all of his things. They're adorable Amazing. and cool. I have, and this is so. This is if we just really go back to. What I was laughing about before we went live, I have the yeah. link to that now from from Kurt's uh, shop, and I'm determined one day to actually buy these and maybe show up to a conference wearing them. Um, this is the Data Goblins um, leggings. Have you seen them? No, I haven't. They're I so good. I mean, they are spectacular, and really. Can I share my screen and show it? I'm so bad at screen sharing. I have no idea. I mean, oh sh yeah, go for it. I mean, how spectacular are those? I mean, they're super nice. But yeah. do you feel comfortable, people like looking that close on your legs? <laughs> I would wear a really, really long shirt. I think. Let's put it that yeah. way. I think. <laughs> <laughs> But I haven't seen you made those, so yeah, those are really cool. What I was laughing at, particularly before we went live, was this line here: "The front gusset for extra comfort." I just, I just read that, and it just, <laughs> it just got me going. All for the sake of comfort, so yeah. Oh man, um, so yeah, that was. Um, if anyone would ever wear those for a um, a conference, that would be fantastic. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking about to do it. Am I brave enough to do it myself? um but i think it would be maybe would for, be for at least for at least like half a day yeah. yeah or maybe during a, if, if i was ever going to present there you know definitely leggings long shirts <laughs> then we're good I mean, to go. it would be the talk of the town if you did so <laughs> please do it's yeah maybe the only way to get people to go and see what i'm talking is like let them know in advance that i will be wearing these pants you know no, I, mean? I don't Just think so really but yeah <laughs> <laughs> the crowd in. I the wonder if this is very cool. Yeah. Take off the topic you're talking about, so everyone just looks at the pants instead. That's a good point. Never thought about that. I've got. To, I've got maybe, to put more thought into this. Maybe too distracting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, well, I love it. Yeah. As I see Anthony saying, "Are we placing bets now on Ben wearing them?" I kind of made Alexander Arvidsson put on lipstick on stage once, so maybe I could get you to put the pants on. <laughs> Class. You yeah. need, probably need like one drink for courage before, before, before I walked out into the wild wearing them, but yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, the, the, the map the, was thinking of the Lord of the Rings map at first, but it's kind of got that vibe, right? Lord it of does, the Rings. actually. Haven't thought oh, yeah. about that, yeah. Yeah, but sure, it's a, it's a very cool. We said before that, you know, if if, if Kurt stopped doing his blogs and just focused pr completely on 
on his in his merch, shop, yeah, and his merch. That would be be enough because he's got some cool stuff on that. Laid back and live on it. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> other than that, so before, other than you know, stretchy pants and, and Star Wars. <laughs> By the way, I was hoping to make this a bit more Star Wars themed. I prepared like a background, but you okay. know what? I'm really scared of Disney suing me for like nothing. Yeah, don't go that way. Yeah, I can't. Would be really expensive. So. They, 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 they don't really shy away from suing people. You no, know? they don't. They're fast on that. So they no. Are. Yeah, and um, even even a, a channel the size of mine, I'm sure, wouldn't go under the radar. So I was like, no, you know what? no one goes under the <laughs> Disney radar. So <laughs> shit, no. Oh man, but other than that, um, you know, Power BI. I guess what we're kind of here to talk about, not entirely. True. True. Uh, What's what what what's your day to day like with Power BI? What do you do? What do you find yourself doing? What do you find yourself being frustrated by or loving? Oh, um, yeah. frustrated by a lot. Um, <laughs> well, I work pretty much daily with Power BI. Um, I kind of love Power BI. It's kind of a hate love thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I love what it can do, but when I think about things I want to do and try to get there. Mm -hmm. doesn't always go that way but i try to make the reporting more as a viewer as a user i shouldn't even have to involve myself too much i should just Mm -hmm. see what i need to see and Mm -hmm. take action on that preferably i'm gonna talk about this a lot but buttons in reports are underused (laughs) yeah Yeah, like this is obviously a sign. This number is red. I need to go right into the product system or the, yeah, Mm -hmm. and do stuff. Take me directly there. Just act on it instantly. Not like also like a button to navigate somewhere off report, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite cool. Okay. I don't use that very often. Yeah, that's true. Help the user make their jobs easier. That's what the report is there for. So Mm. make it more. Viable. It's true, actually. I think there are <clears throat> there are things that I tell you what I've literally never done. It is kind of kind of like buttons, but not really. But is so. I hope it's, I hope it's on topic enough for what you were talking about. I've never utilized the functionality to drill through between reports. I have never either. No, I no. have thought about it several times, mm. or have I? Maybe there was one time. And or we just went close. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I mentioned that is because I was talking about like, like buttons to navigate between reports, for example, if it on this report, yeah. that for me makes sense. But because that functionality is there, but I've never, I've never even attempted it. I don't think. And if, the more I think about it, is I would actually like how would I even set how do you even set that up? You can, I know you have to switch it on, and then how do you? I don't know. So maybe I'll. Try, I think try the setup that. is fairly easy, but I don't yeah. know how like from an access point of view. You yeah. would have to like secure both in kind of the same way. I don't know. I find drill through reports. Say so basically we have someone who's at least tried to do it and they find it frustrating. Drill through report <laughs> is frustrating. I can't comment. I just know that I haven't done it, but I, I'm pleased that someone's tried it and it's, I can imagine it is I frustrating. Imagine. I can imagine that it would one of the reasons that I decided to not look into it too much is because I think sometimes it can also maybe like confuse the user if you go and kind of drill through yeah. from report to report and they're like and, where did i end up now yeah and i think yeah. users can get 
confused enough as it is and that's no disrespect to them that's just the nature no. of what had happened so i kind of like to kind of keep like a, a clear line between what between what was happening sometimes yeah definitely but i mean even if we do a drill through or a button you could use easily things as a url just going yeah. somewhere take oh, you yeah. somewhere for sure so like don't don't make the user go through the hassle of actually going into that program or mm. that make make it more accessible for them but yeah can't, can't argue that Something weird happened to me when I was creating a report in the past couple of months, and I still haven't, I haven't really tried putting that much effort to work out what was going on. It was something that I assumed wouldn't work, but did. You know, you can, I thought it was a premium feature. Okay. And we don't have premium. We don't have pre premium per user. We just have pro. I'm a current employer, right? Yeah. And it's the, um, the language detection in Power Query. Okay. Language detection, and then basically says what that language is yeah. and I did it and it worked, but I was sure it wouldn't work because I was really quite convinced that that was a premium functionality or at least a PPU functionality. I did it and it was fantastic. So now you can slice between the languages of a report, but I'm scared to touch it because I did it. I changed it a little bit once and yeah. then it stopped working. And I was like, you know what? I'm never touching that ever again because it works. And so I have to research this, but I was sure like it was part of this section of, do you know what I'm talking about? Or it's just like, just, yeah, I know, I know. Speaking nonsense. Yeah. No, I have actually worked mostly with premium. So I'm having a hard time knowing what's not premium and what I'm just jealous of that. I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm not working with premiums. So I'm learning the hard way the mm -hmm. things that were premium that I didn't yeah. appreciate enough. Yeah, so, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't uh, used that language thing actually Wait, i have struggled a lot with different languages mm. but yeah i only really had the chance to use it because it was basically like a survey and some people filled it in german some people oh, filled it in okay, english yeah. so yeah. it was really helpful for that um but yeah i for the premium thing i always wish that every time they released a new feature or they had a blog for a new feature or they post that blog on twitter that it should be like some some kind of like legal requirement that at the top it says premium only. Yeah, because in the Microsoft documents you see it on the top, but yeah. not in the blog post or thing. Then you can like you yeah. usually get it on the bottom. Yeah, if you get it at all. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And also, I'm really like impatient, and I'm I'll open the link and I'll immediately just start to scroll down, look for the parts that interest me. I like the yeah. key the keywords. The limitations or the like. The important stuff. Yeah, so I quite often I'll miss the premium only, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, all of the news sounds good until you realize, oh, this won't work for me. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's and that was clear. Have you have you investigated or tried much with this new on um, or the web modeling experience? Oh no, I haven't actually. Yeah. Um, is it good? It's quite cool. I've tried it a little bit, and I was speaking. I did like an extra live stream on Tuesday speaking to um Emily Lisa yeah. from Microsoft. I always hope yeah. I always or sometimes call her Lisa Emily, which is wrong. I <laughs> yeah. apologize, Emily Lisa. Um but it was it's great. I'm really looking forward to using it. And one of the things that I kind of we spoke about and when I read this when we're talking was the the ability to actually have things in different windows, like in different browser windows. So you have your model here, you have your data here, you have something which you can't do in desktop, right? It's all no. Yeah, no. which is, it's a really cool to be able to do that. Um, I haven't thought about that. That was a really good use case to actually, yeah. Yeah. 
And I didn't no, think I about that until it. I was literally asking the question. And I was kind of asking the question posed in more like a, a negative way, not to like complain yeah. or anything, but just to say, oh, like, you know, do you have to, you can't see the model at the same time because restricting myself to think to think of it as a, you know, a different version of Power BI Desktop, which yeah. it kind of is, but kind of isn't. It's, there are. Yeah, but it's just, you could just open another window. Exactly, it's real cool. Awesome, that, yeah. that makes it really much better than the desktop version, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's not like not everything that you have in desktop is there, but as it moves in that direction, as the plug, the kind of the, the bigger gaps, I think it's going to be very cool. However, what I really want to use it for isn't going to work from what I want to work for because on that on the, on the topic of limitations, right? Because yeah. it doesn't work with um, live connections. <sighs> which I can see, I get why it doesn't, right? It's, it's, yeah, for now, I hope, I hope that gets resolved and it should, if everything that they're talking about remains true as in bring up completely one-to-one -one with desktop, that should be resolved, but I hope it does, does it pretty quickly because it's quite a big thing. And that is also a topic. I've also worked a lot with live connections. Mm. The documentation always talks about direct query or import. Yeah. They do not mention what happens in live live connection and you huh. there is differences so yeah. yeah so i just watched the patrick leblanc's video today mm -hmm. about uh, report level security things okay how you set it yeah how you set it up it's mm. some news things or well just think it's just a checkbox to know that the the models are rls well, continues in, in the mm -hmm. Power BI. And I don't remember where I was going with this. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, totally lost my drill. But yeah, he, he describes how it works for direct query and for import, but not mm -hmm. for live connection. So I have yeah. no idea. I think it's a sort of thing that they they kind of intentionally just kind of don't mention because there will be, there's just so much that doesn't, exist work. or work for that you know <laughs> yeah and if, if if they constantly said oh by the way not for a live connection i'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world but i mean again that's when it when you do a lot of work i mean our company our company the company that i work for <laughs> um does a lot of work with live connections so quite often i have to say oh there's a new feature but by the way it won't work for this and that's just when it's primarily what you're using i mean not, not me personally but at the company it it kind of feels it's a bit disappointing quite often. So yeah, again, I can see why it doesn't work for live connection. And f going back to the topic of the, um, you know, the on or the web modeling experience, whatever they call it, yeah. the name I forgot. Um, I don't expect to be able to change the, um, you know, the the relationships of the data, et cetera, because it's, you know, a live connection, but to add measures would, yeah. of course, be, most of the time necessary because even to access the data and use i mean if, if it's a single point of truth and it has all these prepared measures and stuff that's great but you're always going to need to add like one or two measures like always yeah, of course so yeah we'll see. i would actually like to see some numbers on like how many are using live connection how many are using direct query and mm. imports yeah. how is that distributed because I think a lot of people uses live connection. I think so. 
It's this good point because it's not something that I see spoken about so often within like community chat and stuff. It's no. always it's much more like you know, do this, do that, create a schema as <laughs> it's always. But start a blog about live connections. It would be a How short blog. Wait, wait yeah. just, it'd be it'd be more like a my, like my, uh, a blog of frustration. Today I couldn't yeah, do this. Yeah. Today I couldn't do that. Yeah, I was trying to work with field parameters before. Yeah, and I was deep into some documents before I realized this won't work for live connection. Yeah. So yeah. That sucks. Those would have been good, but no. Yeah, it's when you when the the when you see a new function and you the first use case or the first few use cases, and then you realize it's not going to work. It's it sucks. One second, and what's yeah. um, I use live connection to Azure analysis services. So yeah. 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 I think that's really common actually. Yeah. I had to a couple of times, probably actually more than more than twice, ask one of the data engineers of my company. Uh, right, and this is brings them to a point like use a composite model and it could work. So, so I can't. Oh yeah. But composite models will work for live connection issue analysis services. I know what we're using when I when I use a live connection. You can't composite model with what we use because we, we, we're using a different structure. Um, and I feel restricted as what I can say, even though it's not giving away a lot, I don't want to say too much in case I get told off as saying what we use or whatever, yeah, even though, even though no one would care, I'm sure they wouldn't, but just in case, yeah. basically, um, I think it's like, yeah, but basically can't composite model, can't anything. It's just live connection and then nothing else. So it's quite yeah. frustrating, but what are you going to do? Um, but blog idea. Blog ideas sounds great. Filter parameters can work in live connection as long as they set up in the model file. Okay, there you go. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm curious now. I'll have to check that. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna half believe you that Anthony. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm sure you're right. It's something I never really considered. So, okay, fair enough. So that's good to know. We can, we can I'm both, more like we can both doubting myself. Boy, didn't I think about that? Or did I think about that? And it didn't. I'm not sure. I can just say I didn't think about it, to be honest. I'll be honest. Yeah. I, just, I didn't I mean, think about yeah, it. Of it didn't, course. It didn't, didn't occur to me. Um, oh, you just, okay, you just built multiple reports using it. So, okay, then in that case, I fully believe you cool. choose for this. Yeah, of course. It's quite cool. Good. Good solution because okay. field parameters is really useful. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, there's a lot, of course, there's a lot you can still do. I mean, also going back to what we were talking about before this live connections and stuff, I think it's quite interesting when we talk about the things, um, or we can't do or getting, <laughs> or get frustrated by the functionality. Um, because you know, when I remember when I first started using Power BI, I was just like blown away with all the stuff that I could do, you know? And yeah. all this like this fantastic functionalities and all. I mean, every aspect, you know, from, from you know, cleaning the data, the entire ETL part of it, getting data from so many different sources. Um, but when you really work, I think with like any tool, the the more you work with it, the more you can do. Of course, the more you want to do. So you start to run into all these like brick walls where you have to like do workarounds and scramble. It's quite a. I mean, the more you know, the more you vision what yeah. you want to do. And then you hit the wall. Hmm. But as you say, I started 
five years ago in I studied business intelligence for a mm. couple of years. And at that time, I knew Power BI inside and out. I knew everything there mm. is to know about Power BI. And from there, it exploded. Mm. I mean, I would never say I know everything about Power BI anymore. That's just ridiculous. So the tool in itself has evolved so much. So actually, there is so many things that we should be grateful for that we can do now that we mm. couldn't do before. But I think we're always going to have some things that we're going to miss. Me, yeah. I'm going to miss object level security <laughs> inside of Power BI. Yeah, one right. thing. But mm. maybe that comes in the future. I hope so. But I think so. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah. I'd be surprised we didn't arrive at some point. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I was speaking to someone about this today. I forget who it was today about the the, the things that they update in in Power BI, and it's I don't think I've mentioned this before. I'll ask you. I'll prompt you. What did you? And then I'll just give my opinion. <laughs> when when they changed the colors from yellow to green, did you? What did you think about that? If you had no opinion, <laughs> feel free to say so. I had an opinion. Okay. I... With the background you have, you're not going to like this, but I'm not a fan of yellow. <laughs> so green is my color. I have green everywhere. I'm designing mm. a kitchen that's green. So oh, nice. I love green. Yeah. So I was pro green. <laughs> and you so, were not, I guess? It's not about the color per se. I fully don't believe them, OK? Because they Which said part? The, the reason. OK. See, I don't. I don't know if I heard the reason. Though. They said the reason was to make it more um, user friendly to people who had like issues seeing certain colors or what have you. Yeah. Okay. Right. So the thing is, I haven't seen a single comment by anyone across everything I've searched for anyone to say yes. Now it's easy for me to see. I've seen lots of comments of people saying since they've changed the color, it's actually a lot harder for me to see stuff, which I absolutely agree with myself. I have issues seeing reds and greens. Yeah. The gray background with the green on top of it is extraordinarily difficult to see. Yeah. And so the green on the on the splash green, whatever it's called, that's fine. I like green as well. I'm a, green is a is a nice is a nice color. Um the orange that I the yellowy orange screen that that I use that I landed on for all my branding or whatever yeah. was purely by accident. And the accident was that basically this background that you that you see here on my I found it on um, what I think Canva or something, and okay. I was like, "That'll do." And then I just started getting the um, the what they call the the SVG codes, not SVG codes, the um, hex codes. Yeah. And I just like okay, that hex code, I'll use that orange for something else. So I'm not particularly attached to orange like at all I or yellow. Um, but I just. I can't see the colors and I can't see anywhere where they said, okay, that color yeah, is much better. It's, for my visibility, it's so much better. I, don't know. I get it. If that was what they were intending to do and it failed, mm. then that's really sad. I might just be grumpy, by the way. I'm, I'm fully admit that no, I can't grumpy know. about it. I, I see color, so I don't know. I can't like. Mm. But as you're saying it, if that was the reason, Turning it green, which is one of the two colors that is the hardest. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know either. I, again, I could be completely wrong about what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I just, just know hope that they haven't was... made it harder for people. So. Oh, they certainly have. I mean, I can guarantee. I mean, from 
for my for me alone, I look at it and sometimes I can't see. You only click on a visualization has a little tick about what you go, yeah. what you turn your table. Quite often, I just like it's so hard to see. It's mad. I don't get it. That's um, not good. Yeah, it's quite weird. Yeah. Uh, but that's just me going on a random rant about, <laughs> about one very small aspect. I mean, they make all these amazing changes and all this new functionality, and I'm like, I'm grumpy about the green, by the way. I know we're just people, so <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be yeah. grumpy. That's just how yeah. it is. Um, yeah, I, they said it's a matter of accessibility, but um, I don't see how it became more accessible. Um, I know there are lots of people who have different issues seeing different colors, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm maybe they try to do it for one particular group, but I think they've made it a lot worse for a different group. So, so maybe in the future we'll get a purple Power BI. Or the option to choose would be awesome, right? That's quite True. standard. I mean, if you look at like Tabular Editor, for example, you can choose from like or one of the many programs that people use. You can choose your color yeah. scheme. That would be it's true. And that's for me, that's what, what I get, I suppose, was a little bit frustrated about because, you know, it's the sort of thing, if you do it, do it right. You know, do, <laughs> do it once and do it right rather than iterations. So why didn't they just say, oh, we're going to change the color. So let's do this project properly where we can, the user can choose a color scheme that they see in Power BI Desktop. That rather would have been preferable, but do it once, do it right. Has anyone ever done that? No. So <laughs> I haven't, so no. What was my answer? Of course, should have been yes. Every report I've ever built. Yeah, flawless. <laughs> it was awesome. amazing. There was yeah. no, I've never. What's what's a change request? I don't know what that is. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Um, why should we choose colors and not follow IBCS? That well, that's all we do. We live for the IBCS standards. <laughs> That's all I do. It's my goal in life. Um, yeah, we could do a loot a lot in the Power BI, but it's getting more and more difficult to even keep it out what's released every month. So we know yeah. what can be done. That's I I have me and Alexander Arvison is having the Swedish Power BI user group. Mm -hmm. And we have a meeting every third month or so. Mm -hmm. And we have realized that we cannot just have the meetings and go through even our like top mm. five or 10 news. Cause it's, it's mm. so many news. We cannot choose. There's impossible to choose mm. just like 10 news from, well, when you do it every quarter, it's at least two months yeah. of releases. And then there's some small things in between. Mm. So now we have to like put it out on our LinkedIn groups to like, mm get rid of some of the news until the date is actually <laughs> arriving when we're meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And also there's there's little things that change without really any any blog post or any it just suddenly it just appears there. And like, oh was there a blog post? Did I miss the blog post? But it's like Yeah. And that but happens it, a lot. Yeah. And you see there's been no post about it on Twitter. There's been no LinkedIn and you look and it's like, am I going crazy? Is this new or is it not new? That yeah. kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, I don't know, um, but actually, this also I was makes me think about your um, the common junior mistakes thing that I mentioned at the start. You mentioned and uh, part of it about you know you have different ways of dealing with, it. and one thing you can do is kind of trying to be like a, a specialist in one particular and a couple of different aspects and stuff. Is yeah. is that something that you strive for yourself, or do you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I would like to answer yes, 
because uh, that would have been a much sen saner and like mm. healthier way of doing this. But at the same time, like a Power BI developer, for instance, mm. I don't think you can be a great Power BI developer if you don't know anything about data warehousing or mm. dimensional modeling or like the ETL flow behind it. So you kind of, I think you kind of know a lot actually about a lot of things, but maybe, yeah, maybe you should choose mm. one thing to focus mainly at, but yeah. I don't think you can be absolute in your decisions. No, I mean, I think, as you said yourself, if you try to know everything, it's, it's not possible. And yeah. I think sometimes you can kind of feel yourself. I like to just kind of feel the way my brain is going at that point. Yeah. Honestly. I'm more interested in this, certainly at that moment, you know? Of course. Um, I started out thinking I was going into data science. Then I realized to mm. be a good data scientist, I have to do the things behind it first. And then I kind of got stuck and loved it. So mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes just sense. follow the flow. Maybe in three years, I'm going to be knee deep in Spark. I don't think so, <laughs> but maybe. It's nice to see where it takes you, right? Yeah. Sure. I, I have these ideas so often. I say, oh, I'm going to focus on this because uh, this is interesting. And as much as I try to say, okay, this is my list of things that I want to learn and I really want to, I think, um, November last year, I really kind of wanted to focus on like Databricks stuff, you know? Yeah. And I enrolled in the course and did some stuff. And then I got sick and then I like fell out of it and I haven't opened it since. And I really, for all I try, for all the effort I put in, I'm just the sort of person where it's not possible. I, and this is going to sound really cheesy framing it this way, but I don't choose it. It chooses me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's the way it has to go. Otherwise, I don't give it enough attention and I kind of do it like half-assed, you know? I mean, yeah. And as a consultant, you get good at the, projects you're working on and you don't always yeah. well you get to choose some projects but you don't yeah. always get to choose all of the details and yeah. even if it's details in the projects that you don't like you get good at it because you have to learn it so yeah 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 exactly what that's I'm just how it goes yeah you know and this is i mean i've never done any consultancy work you know i mean not i don't know how i feel about saying that because i'm not a consultant i've never been a consultant um, but I do feel it like a lot of what I do in my job is like in-house consultancy, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, whether you're working on a one project or several projects in the building and then people approaching you asking. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to, to be it. a consultant to work on different projects and yeah. they're all taking different directions. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah But, but I think it's kind of important also to have maybe sit down with yourself or with a colleague or with a boss like every year and like, yeah where am i now where where mm. do i actually want to be in a year and it doesn't have to go as as to plan but just to sit down and think about it to mm. really like which part of the day do i really enjoy and which part of the day do i not enjoy which part do i do want to do more of and mm. yeah also good i mean again i can just speak of me personally it's i find it good to force myself to do the things that i don't like to do because obviously Unfortunately, you can't just do the things that you enjoy because, well, life's just not that nice, right? No, that's of course. But you could try yeah. to like eliminate it, not go 
super deep into it so yeah one thing i learned i um so i i've started since at the start of this year uh, we became more involved with the berlin um power bi user group you know yeah and we had um someone this month talking um gregor brunner i think brunner is his surname talking okay. about the measure killer power bi measure killer okay which is an awesome tool uh, i liked it before i haven't heard about it okay yeah, so basically it it's like a it's a external power bi tool it's kind of like tablet editor but different yeah um and it will read your entire data model and it tells you which measures aren't being used and which columns aren't being used and you can just delete them all and it works fantastically that's good and that was really helpful for me because i've been going through all of my reports and getting rid of all the the nonsense all the crap that's not using them basically because you know you have multiple iterations of reports and stuff gets left there but you that... don't do a lot of cleaning or is that just me i don't clean no never measures so. i don't and i'm only, but i'm only doing it now because um i'm in my 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 final month of my current job and because yeah. i'm handing over reports yeah i want to do it clean right I wanna... exactly and but otherwise uh, you're just thinking that yeah that might get used later i'll just leave it there <laughs> or the classic I'll create the new measures that I need, and then afterwards I'll delete the old ones. Yeah, I even had the pen like, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna move all of these measures. Yeah. From the report to the yeah, model. Absolutely. I don't know if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> just just well, gonna say know. it like that. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, but one th one thing I did learn um, in this uh, meetup was that also the measure killer is really, really good at creating report documentation. <gasps> oh. Yeah, it's so awesome. Wow. Basically, it'll give you a list of, um, is it measures and columns? The column, I think measures and columns and measures for me were more important for the documentation side and yeah. um, which page they used in, which visualization they used in and all this kind of stuff. And um, of course, the name of the measure and yeah he the feedback that was given would be also be, um, amazing if they could add like the description or something of the measure which they're yeah. hoping to include soon so for me to have something obviously i was talking about things that i hate doing documentation obviously um to be able to create reasonably good or the, a very good start of the documentation start, at least, yeah by clicking a button i was like yep i think there is that. actually several third-party tools that yeah. do make documentation like that think they're underused yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah no it's um I'm, I'm always happy to, to find that sort of thing anything that's, that's a cool thing. name measure killer measure killer like, is quite cool yeah my favorite thing about it is when you click the button to delete all the measures it has a little pop-up text box and it goes through the, all everything's deleting but when it's before it does that it says um say auf Wiedersehen to <laughs> unused measures and I'm like yeah I like that and then good job <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah. It made me think this okay, so I'm gonna go for a random tangent here. So it says it says say alphabetizing to unused measures. And that made me think of, you know, stuff like alphabetizing and um so did you know that in German in die hard they translate weird stuff? So I'm the, not surprised. Yeah. So the German title of Die Hard is Sterb Langsam, so die slowly, so whatever, that's fine. Okay, yeah. yeah. No worries. But I found really strange is that they even translate yippee ki motherfucker. They translate that. So to? 
Yippee-ki-yay. So first of all, why would you translate yippee-ki-yay? That's no. That's not. That's, yeah. That's super weird. Yeah. yeah. So they translate yippee-ki-yay to yippee-ki-yay, and the motherfucker part I'm gonna say there um, is schweinebacke. So like pig, a pig's cheek. Yeah. But it's like it's like a, it's kind of like a really strangely mild insult, quite childlike in my eyes. Like um, you would never say like going to do some Schweinebacke. You, it's not something. So the first time I was seeing this poster, which Deb Langsam, and it's a CPA Schweinebacke. I was like, what? What a strange thing to translate. Very. Yeah. And, and I'm in Sweden, and we translate everything super weird. But that <laughs> that is that's on top of them so yeah oh man have you ever watched tv in poland by the way no but i have a colleague which is from poland and he has been telling me a lot of good things so yeah it is astonishingly good it's so i i first heard it when it was a long time ago so my, my wife was still pregnant with her first kids so it must be like nine nine ten years ago whatever and um we just had the TV on in the evening just because I had background noise. And I'm pretty, this is, is I'm sure is still true. I had a Polish colleague who confirmed this. Like if they have an uh, English film on or something, the, the dubbing that they do, it's not like you have multiple people like reading all the different It's the same lines. Person. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna oh say it's God. the same person does everything, but maybe to one or two people, but to me it sounded like it was just, it, and I vividly remember it was a guy who was also saying women's lines, right? Oh. And it's this really monotone way of talking. So it wasn't, there wasn't, there, it, it was wasn't- killing the movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't done with a sense of like, I am saying things that are like, have this meaning. It was just basically someone kind of like sitting there reading a text. It was so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> I mean, they put a lot of effort into making movies and the right sound mm. and translations can really kill it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go about this point because he's right. There are words or sayings in every language that don't, do not make sense if translated in English. Yeah. However, the thing about the, the, the diehard, the reason it confused me is because Germans are really, really, really liberal using English swear words, like really liberal, like, because but were they in the when did it release 90s early 90s that's a good that's what i have to think about i'm not sure if, if they were then but no the modern diehard films like the terrible ones still has <laughs> i guess they 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 use it because it's kind of like you know legacy <laughs> if you want to if you want to call it you know? i guess they do i mean they can't change it now so yeah yeah so it's it, it's a strange thing, but you're right. Of course, I understand the you know languages, and it, it has to be quite careful and have to be very specific. But yippee yippee just never made any any sense to me because no. it doesn't have any real general. Especially since it's so similar. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was a strange but thing. Yeah, I'm trying to push through Harry Potter in Swedish with my kids now. Okay. <sighs> yeah. It's it's not good. No, no okay. it's not. <laughs> I'm hearing the lines in English in my head and like mm. trying to save it. But, yeah. I always enjoy when there's like like um, Pixar or Disney films and stuff, and then you hear the song in English, and then 
I watch it with my, my kids and then we watch it in German yeah. as well. And to hear the same song, it's sometimes <laughs> it's quite an awkward, like, actually, I've also, have you seen the new, um, the Mario film? Yeah, I went with my kids. Nice. I'm trying to influence my kids in all the right ways. <laughs> Very good. I really enjoyed it, but I still haven't yeah. seen it in English. So I really want to see it in English as well to get the voices right. Yeah, I yeah. sadly had to watch it in Swedish. So yeah. ah, okay, fair enough. So, I wasn't sure about that because I, I've had zero experience of of, of Swedish uh, culture, but I heard from quite a lot of people that a lot of the stuff in Sweden and on TV and stuff is in English just with subtitles. This is true. Yeah, you? it usually is. But okay. like in the cinema, when you go with the kids, they translate some of the shows Which to Swedish, that? but not all of them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And but I had to like look before who is making the English version of Mario and who is like yeah. so I had I tried to like visualize how that would sound, but yeah. Yeah, I had I didn't realize that Jack Black did Bowser. Didn't yeah, no. no. And I was trying trying to visualize it, but man, yeah. Peaches would have been so much better with his voice. <laughs> I I, I, I've been asked by my kids so many times now to sing the Peaches song. The Peach, yeah, Peaches. I know. That really got stuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it was a week of just <laughs> Peaches. So, yeah. yeah. I had to do Strange to Out, but when I went to see the film, I was in on holiday in Austria uh, mm -hmm. with my kids, and it was a rainy day. I promised I'd take them to the cinema. And then I checked, and I read in Austria, the Mario film was, um, I think it was like seven and up over. Or like eight or something, which was frustrating. So I was like, "Oh damn, I can't take my son. He has to see." It. But then I was, "Hang on a second. Where I'm saying, I'm like, I'm like right on the Swiss border, where it was six. So we just drove from Austria to Switzerland, where it was six and not seven, so my son could see it. It felt so strange to do that. Very much so. <laughs> I think I think it was seven in Sweden too. But with an adult, my five-year-old could go. So. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It, sometimes, like in Berlin, they're quite strict about that sort of thing. I was like, just to, just to be safe, to avoid any disappointment in hooks, <laughs> let's just drive to Switzerland. Yeah, like, perfectly. Definitely much yeah. safer. So. That was a nice little rant up and chat about do with Power BI. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Die Hard and, and, and Mario Mon. But it could, took us back to languages, right? Again, languages True. translated about Power BI. Is it pro? Is it premium? Who knows? True. Um, and, but I got to say this I have like struggled a lot with languages and mm. having one report having like to switch from English mm. to Swedish or any other language. And I had to script out all of the JSON code from the whole model mm. and make another language, like actually writing in the JSON code, the translated language. What? Because you first you get the actual model. And mm -hmm. then at the bottom, you get a translation script, mm. which you actually manually have to do. And then you bring it back into tabular editor, or at least I did. And it's so, so sensitive about the brackets and things in JSON. Yeah, that's and it, I never really got it to work. Because even if you translate measures and things, mm. the, the, the titles and things doesn't follow yeah. that so yeah. and now when the new Timdall thing i think this could be a lot easier yeah and the multi-language thing has arrived but i i haven't really tried it out so i don't know but wow the language thing yeah I, I, wow. I, i've never used it i heard from someone that there's something azure that can will translate 
language basically if you feed it feed in whatever and then select what language you want it will automatically translate or something but will it do it good probably not so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need control here <laughs> yeah no I, I i i get that completely um yeah. i tried once to uh, actually it was pretty cool to use like um the deep l api yeah which is quite cool um i can't say it would probably quite an expensive way of doing it to be honest because obviously you need to you know pay for those api hits but yeah. deep l's deep l i don't know what people call it i, I also call know. it deep l yeah um, we have an issue with namings and, and how we pronounce them pbix yeah all that kind of stuff but i'm going to call it deep l because that's just what i've always called it that worked really well because it's a great it's a very good translation tool you know um yeah. and i do love working with an api a lot of good fun that's that's good yeah yeah. I'm working a lot with Power BI's REST APIs now, so ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. They're they're fun. <laughs> they're good use, but yeah, yeah. They're kind of one of those APIs that there are some APIs that you, you see that are set up and they look like they've been set up intentionally awkwardly, and true. Yeah, I I put the Power BI one definitely firmly into that category. I I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm sure Jack. Chat, chat, sorry, I can't say it. I'm sure GPT. Chat GPT can it can. I'm sure it can. It's one of these things that we can fall yeah. back on now. Yeah, but it's when I did right? the chat GPT hadn't been released. So oh, yeah. so 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 long ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All these new tools come out that can help us do different things. Chat GPT yeah. also people use it now to do, describe the the measures right you can i saw oh, the yeah. video you feed yeah. it in and it, you hit it and it describes i that. actually think it could be a good tool if you use it wisely <laughs> oh yeah for sure so yeah i i use chat i i kind of i use it as a combination of things i was speaking to um kurt the other day and he yeah. had a great idea of using it to um send back really long-winded emails to people who like spam your inbox and say <laughs> so can I... evil yeah <laughs> I I, I I would like to offer you this service and just actually like so ex respond to this email in really precise overly just rant on for like ages it's great it's a good idea yeah well that's, that's I use it for that and use. about twice a week I'll ask it who is at power bi guy on twitter in the hope that one day we'll get it right never does it won't it won't it's no. so sad it's always it's, losing one of them yeah it's 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 called me basically everyone but me basically um yeah. i've been all of the guys from power bi tips um i've been um well pretty much everyone in who is known in the power bi community it's accused of being a, a power bi guy mm. um so one day one day we'll get it right and and that'll be okay i can stop asking that question now and just give it a thumbs up but... it could have been today may the 4th I checked it twice today. I can assure you. Well, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> damn. Yeah. But I do try to use it for like good things as well, not just like you know, crap. Because yeah. I pay twenty bucks a month for it as well, just to make sure it's never offline for me. You know. Yeah, true. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, would be brilliant to reply to some. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't even know if it's safe to reply in those I, emails. Yeah, I would not touch those with a barge pole. No, to be honest, yeah. no. The ones that go to my my work email offering services like would you like to try this new thing that could solve and like yeah you you, you can have a long long winded especially the fact that you know my work email isn't going to exist in about 25 days anyway 
um so it's not the worst day in the world but are you uh, changing jobs yeah yeah um yeah. I'm, in, I'm in my last month so this is, i'm winding down now i'm this is why i'm doing documentation this is why i'm cleaning up yeah. reports not because i'm a very good uh, worker i mean <laughs> maybe i am as well but just for the fact that i had a colleague who she'd taken over for one of them reports and she was like can you check very nice very polite way of saying this is a mess can you please can you please sort it out <laughs> i was like yeah that's fair and then but that's reasonable how yeah this is how i discovered measure killer because i was like um, oh that's not true it's how i first started to use it because i'd kind of tinkered around with it you know yeah and i was like to go through this entire report and check every single measure um is going to be a nightmare and i use measure killer and what i really liked about it is so it never it will never um delete stuff that's in that's used of course even if it's yeah. referenced in another measure it just doesn't delete it what i found really interesting and it shows you again which page the um and visualization i think yeah and um, the measures used in it um sometimes i would see a measure that i was like how is that measure being used i know it's not being used because we don't use we don't measure that anymore um do you know what like what i'll quite do quite often i'll, I'll like copy and paste a measure uh, sorry quatch. i'll copy and paste a uh, visualization Okay, yeah. And then I'll just, you know, swap out the measures. But when you do yeah. that in the filter pane, the old measures remain, right? Oh, yeah. So it yeah. still think it's used there. Oh, yeah. interesting. But that was really cool because it allowed me to go through the entire report and just clean up all. I'm probably revealing Even myself. Even those to, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably revealing myself to be a really lazy report creator by saying this sort of thing. Lazy, you're uh, just working. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. You just don't have time for that. Exactly, right. Yeah. Um, and this is why we have tools for that now, right? We And yeah. also, bef now, before I publish a report or before I, you know, have a go live, I can check all these things. Very yeah. cool. Love it. This should be on Kurt's. Uh, he has like this blog about what you should do before releasing and things. That yeah. should be a point there. Good point, actually. Yeah. I have never read through. Maybe you mentioned it. Yeah. No. And I'm with Christian here. Do you want to share where you're going or is it secret? <laughs> it's kind of not, but also I don't work there yet. So I'm not sure if I'm not sure what their policies are on mentioning things. On... Okay. I'm going to ask Are you going to work as a consultant? No. No. Are you staying in Germany? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's a, um, it's like a um, online university. It's called the um, Internationale Hochschule. And okay. I hope it's okay. I'm sure it was because, yeah. yeah. Um, Otherwise, we'll figure out what yeah. happens next. I mean, it, to be, it's going to be on my LinkedIn profile in like 25 days. So why would it be secret? Okay. I don't know. Um, and... Yeah, and quite funny, every time I've said to, to my colleagues that I'm going to work there, they're like, oh, are you going to be a lecturer? I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to be a data analyst because yeah. it's, a, it's a university. And I'm thinking, actually, that would be quite a, quite a cool job to be a lecturer. Definitely. Um, yeah. but no, I have no, another no. friend who's working at the Stockholm University. Okay. Like, yeah, so there are jobs there to be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can well imagine. For sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe the, to actually be a lecturer, you have to have passed certain tests and exams to prove that. <laughs> to prove that you yeah, can do it. Yeah, probably started for like 50 years or so. so. <laughs> Something like that, exactly. Oh man! Um, but what's really cool is it's a fully remote job, so I can. Um, and my, me and my wife, we actually have plans to leave Berlin within a year, which would be quite cool. We want to move down south, closer. Okay closer to the alps closer to the black forest and stuff you know so that sounds nice so yeah, yeah fingers crossed we get it done he's gonna go i can list. only say good things about fully remote so 
we moved from Stockholm, mm. um, like three hours north, back to my little small hometown. Cool. And fully remote on for data masterminds in Amsterdam. Working awesome and working great with the family. So yeah, we, yeah, that's cool. I, love I it. mean. So actually, so you um, so what your employer is based in Amsterdam, you said, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is based in Amsterdam, but all of us are in different companies. We're in okay. Portugal, we're in mm. Germany, and in the UK. So yeah. we're scattered. So yeah, I was because I was considering um, also like a year ago to move to Austria. Yeah, and I was speaking to my wife about it for a month, and then it suddenly occurred to me. I'm not European anymore, so I can't, right? Oh, because I've been European my entire right. life, right? So that's a new level of complexity. <laughs> yeah, I have the right to live and work in Germany forever, yeah. but I don't have a European passport. So the stupid thing is, in order to work and live out of Germany, I first have to get my German passport which seems so ridiculous to say, because once I do that, then I'll be European again, and then I have my freedom of movement again. Yeah. I don't have words for this, yeah, but the, yeah. it's just stupid. Yeah, what are you gonna do? It's just, <laughs> I mean, everything, everything that, that, that I could say, I, I have said, and I always just get angry about it, so it's just... it's just Yeah, but I mean, the Alps and Black Forest sounds pretty decent too, so... No, no, it's also better stay in Germany because, um, I guess, for the school, the educational system as well, and to mm -hmm. be honest, <clears throat> Austrian German is like a different level to me. Like, I spent... It was kind of like being back in Germany for the first time when in like 2006. There was a lot of like nodding and smiling and hoping that what they said was a joke because... <laughs> I was, they were like saying stuff and I was like, I got like 10% of that. Yeah. yeah. I read four years of German in school. Oh, really? I wow. would not do a conversation today. So <laughs> no, it's tough. It's yeah, really tough. you lose it fast. I'm not naturally skilled with languages um, and such to my wife can speak to this, given the fact that after more than 10 years together, the 13 years together, I speak like 10 words of Italian. So, um, oh, she's Italian. Yeah. 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 How, wow. You're yeah. really mixed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the kid, the kids, it gets quite interesting because but my... they get so much plus from that. Yeah. I mean... I mean, it's difficult. Like my daughter, like never really gravitated towards one language. So she speaks all three languages, not like a native. That's so cool. Yeah. Whereas my son, he speaks, he, German his well, I would say is his mother tongue, and then English, yeah. and then Italian. His Italian's okay. His English is well, his Italian's pretty good actually. His English yeah. is really good. His German is very good. Um, but my daughter is kind of like mid levels across them all the way through. And yes, the children can confuse their dad. And in a couple of years, I will have a teenager who speaks a language that I don't. I'm oh, running... you're so yeah. I'm you're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> learn the language yeah. or learn learn the bad words they're going to use i've learned the, the bad words straight away that's what that's the pretty much the only thing that i can say to be honest yeah. okay um so at least i know where i'm being sweared at like offensive lines and things like that, that those you should know yeah but yeah. i I've, I've always wished that i 
had more language from like from my home. So yeah, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, keep this on a toast, but it's quite interesting as well to kind of see how yeah. it's not having. Anyway, sorry, I'm just rambling on about stuff now, um, which is kind of what we're here to do anyway. And yeah. um, well, well over the time I promised that it would take. So I will, I will thank you for joining and talking. Thank you. This has been really this. fun. I'm pleased you enjoyed it. I hope the people in the chat enjoyed it as well. I always like people popping in with the questions and the comments and teaching us stuff such as whatever what we learned at the very start. Field parameters. Field parameters, exactly. Yeah, so, I'm going to use that. Fantastic. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So thank you to everyone. Linda, thank you very much for joining. Much appreciated. And um, I will be back next Thursday. And until then, have, have a good week. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, goodbye. Cheers, everyone. Don't you want to have